0: This, 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 this this is mythical. mythical.
1: Live Nation presents Concert Week From now through May 14th Get $25 tickets To over 5,000 Summer shows
0: That's up to 75% off a summer Full of your Favorite artists
1: Dude I'm going to 21 Savage with my Nephew Keon, And we are so Hyped to see him
0: You have no idea uh, While you're doing That Nicole I'm gonna be Storming through The party like My name is El Nino Cause I'm gonna be Seeing some 41 <laughs> Skate Punk is back And it's not Pop Punk It is Skate Punk But also they have So many more artists To choose from You got Alanis Morris at the El Elephant Nicole, you're not ready for this one. <gasps> Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way!
1: <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each.
0: That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now.
1: That's LiveNation.com slash concertweek to buy now.
0: Crispy, melty, crunchy, stretchy, you can make it from a rustic country loaf over an open flame or toss some wonder bread and craft singles in a hot iron. The grilled cheese can be many things, but where's the line when it ceases to be that simple classic and becomes something more? When does a grilled cheese become a melt? This is A Hot Dog is a Sandwich.
1: Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I
0: put ice in my cereal, so what? That
1: makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. (laughs) What?
0: Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Air,
1: And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizade.
0: And today we are discussing at what moment does a grilled cheese become a melt? So this (laughs) needs a little bit of prefacing because it's probably a question that a lot of people haven't thought of, right? They've gone through their whole lives just eating melted cheese in between toasted bread and they haven't actually thought about what they are eating.
1: I think they know they're eating a grilled cheese.
0: I think they think they know they're eating a grilled cheese, mm. but there is one Redditor. This is a very famous Reddit post, Louis Black, comedian, a favorite of ours. He's an old Jewish man who yells, so you're
1: like, I'm Louis Black, and I'm eating a grilled cheese sandwich.
0: I'm mad about grilled cheese a little <laughs> bit, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds us of, like, old Jewish uncles that we probably both have. But anyways, he did a very good dramatic reading of this Reddit post and went super viral. So I'm going to read a little excerpt from it. <clears throat> a grilled cheese consists of only these following items. Cheese, bread, and spread, usually butter. This entire subreddit, referring to the grilled cheese subreddit, consists of melts. Let me start out by saying I have nothing against melts, I just hate their association with sandwiches that are not grilled cheeses. Adding cheese to your tuna sandwich, it's a tuna melt, totally different. Wanna add bacon and some pretentious breadcrumbs with spinach? I don't know what the hell you'd call that, but it's not a grilled cheese. Want to personalize your grilled cheese? Use a mix of different cheeses or use sourdough or French bread. As a bland, white, Midwestern male, I am honestly the most passionate person when it comes to grilled cheese and mac and cheese. All of you foodies stay the hell away from our grilled cheeses and (laughs) stop associating your sandwich melts with them. That is a, I, when I initially read this, I read this simply as a person complaining that people are adding too many things to grilled cheeses. That's becoming and now, especially with the political climate. This is a strict identitarian political yeah. stance.
1: Yeah, I feel like. I didn't
0: he'd... realize he brought his race and class into this. Yeah,
1: I don't think there needs to be race and class put into this. You know, <laughs> no, to I think, me, this is
0: a strict food debate. I think,
1: yeah, this is strict food debate. You know, it's just what is a grilled cheese? What is a melt? So I think a melt is dependent on the type of meat. If it's, you know, a slice of turkey, you know, some ham, bacon bits. These are accent meats. I think we should talk about what accent meats are as well and how they do not transform a sacred grilled cheese into a melt.
0: What what okay, let's let's go to your point about accent meats. What do you consider an accent meat? Because I've used the term condo meat to refer con- to a meat condiment before.
1: Condo meat. What a lovely concept, Webster's Dictionary, please use
0: it. meat does sound incredibly gross.
1: Yeah, I feel it sounds like a uh, like a meat puree. It sounds like a pate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a pate and also sounds like a a, prof- a con- Anyways, the point is, (laughs) I think that's where I went to. No, I just heard condom and meat in the same sentence, and I was like, hmm, gross. Wrong
1: grocery store aisle, Josh. (laughs) You're thinking of the wrong grocery store aisle.
0: Anyways, you can also grab sliced bread there, which is what we're talking about with I think a,
1: a condom meat is anything you can find in a deli counter. Okay. So, you know, you got your, like I said, turkey, ham, roast beef. I think also the quantity matters too, but mostly I don't care about the quantities. It's the meat that's going inside. If I put bacon in a grilled cheese, it is not a bacon melt.
0: I agree with that. Like You and I are on the same page on that Okay. One.
1: Turkey, you know, if I put maybe like 14 slices of turkey with cheese, maybe. But if it's just like one turkey slice, it does not constitute a melt for me.
0: I, I think I agree with you on that. But where we differ in this mm-hmm. is that I think... The idea of a condo meat or an accent meat, accent like a protein meat. that isn't the star of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. That is too nebulous of a concept because like mm. you said, sliced turkey, turkey to me can be either a condom meat or a main protein meat. I think mm-hmm. this needs to come down to weights and measures. Uh huh. I think this is a strict scientific observable <laughs> principle that once something gets to 82% or above... <laughs> non-cheese and bread weight. Where'd you come up with
1: 82, Josh? 82,
0: it's intuitive. <laughs> you know, you just think about uh, a grilled cheese. Because yeah. obviously, I think you need to be able to add things like bacon, prosciutto, things that can accent it. Sure. Especially if you think of certain cheeses that have other ingredients mixed into them. Are you 100%. telling me you put pepper jack in a grilled cheese, it's no longer a grilled cheese because well, there's specks of pepper in it?
1: Well, according to the Lewis Black uh, dramatic reading, mm-hmm. it is. It's still considered a grilled cheese if there's different types of cheese in there.
0: Okay, but if you're adding like, say, there's cheese that has like bacon studded throughout it, right? Yeah,
1: sure. There's like pesto cheese you can get from Trader exactly. Joe's. Exactly, that's another good example. Yeah, I mean, I-, I think it depends on the intention of the chef or oh. the the five year old. But hear basically. me out.
0: According to this mad person's logic, mm-hmm. if you took, say, cheddar cheese and a little bit of pesto, he'd be mad that you foodies are coming for his grilled cheese. He said spread. But I think he means spread to griddle it because he even like said he even kind of craps on you know pretentious breadcrumbs and spinach and stuff like that. I guess that could be a main thing. But I feel like if you added pesto, because he says if you want to experiment, use different cheeses, use different breads.
1: He also says I think pesto could be could be in that sentence, but maybe that's just because I'm just a pretentious I'm I'm style.
0: taking a very literalist originalist. I guess. like you're a living constitutionalist when it comes. To am this I? document here, this I think is, so.
1: What is that's crazy? Never been called that before. Living constitution
0: is the people who think that the Constitution's like a living document that's constantly like being re-sort of updated. Yes, and interpreted. I believe
1: in that one hundred percent.
0: No, no, no. Strict originalists. No quartering <laughs> soldiers. I don't know what search and seizures are, but I ain't want none of them. I don't think the prohibition ever should have been repealed. Oh my I gosh, I think alcohol is a sin. Actually, this is funny Let's for me. Bootleg.
1: My, Let's start bootlegging, Josh. I,
0: I, I am the biggest office curmudgeon when it comes to office birthday parties. Oh my gosh,
1: you are such a. <laughs> (laughs) Negative Nancy.
0: Negative Nancy. On my 26th birthday here, which was my first birthday that I celebrated with Mythical a couple years ago, Uh um, Caitlin, who was running office management at the time, asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And most people would be like, oh, I want cupcakes and red wine because that's what I like to drink. Uh, And I said I wanted Welch's grape juice and I wanted no food and I wanted a sign that said alcohol is sin. (laughs) And Caitlin made it, and so everyone showed up, and we all had wine glasses full of Welch's grape juice. Shut And I told up. everybody that alcohol is sin.
1: Shut up. For no one
0: that's listen, I drink a lot, like very often. It's it's utterly jokes. How did
1: I, everyone feel? I wasn't here on your 26th birthday. Know. You don't care.
0: I, I didn't take a poll of oh, people's see? thoughts afterwards. People seemed happy. Oh, okay. I, I just hate, I hate having like one drink in the office. It's like 4 p.m. I still have work to do, and it's like, oh, let's drink a, a lukewarm Miller High Life.
1: Do you remember one time there was a moon bounce at work? Yeah. Okay. I drink straight like seven Negronis and I had to take a nap. Yeah. I was going to say, we we
0: walked out. That was during the, was that the pig? No, it was just like a summer party for yeah, Smosh and yeah, Mythical. Yeah. It was the Smosh Mythical mixer. Oh my and they're like, you know, had actual bartenders outside making real drinks. But, you know, Nicole and I work at a kitchen. So we're like, there's going to be a line for the drinks. Let's make our own. And so we walk out with like, Pint deli cups filled with Negroni. Oh my
1: god! A very
0: stiff cocktail. Very very stiff. But my theory is, if you have a big gulp of a strong cocktail, you don't need to drink anything for the rest of the day. You, like you can just walk around uh, with that and nurse it the entire party.
1: Uh All I remember is taking a nap in the Moon Bounce.
0: Yeah, I ended up at like a weird punk show so in like... lake <laughs> <laughs> I saw the last living Ramon that night. Uh-
1: Cool, yeah, that's actually cool. really cool. But let's talk about grilled cheese. <laughs> let's talk about the grilled cheese I kept trying to lift
0: a guy up and I dislocated my shoulder. I was in a mosh pit with a bunch of Latino teens and old white guys.
1: Oh my gosh, is that why you have tendonitis in your elbow? Probably,
0: I was moshing hard. Dude,
1: I'm so sorry. Anyways,
0: the point being, I think we need to take a strict scientific definition okay. and it all has to do with weight. Okay. So turkey is a good example that you brought up, right? Sure. Because I feel that if you put one slice of turkey in a grilled cheese, to me, that's still a turkey grilled cheese. Sure. But if you put 15 slices of turkey in there, no, that's a turkey sandwich with hot cheese on it. 100%. And so for me, there just has to be a strict weight definition. So once yeah. that turkey eclipses 18% total sandwich weight, uh huh. and this, these are things that if you're making this at home and you want to know what sandwich you're eating, you need to break out the baking scale. I was going to tell you, every
1: American has a constitutional right. To a kitchen scale.
0: Agreed. That is actually a thing. Everyone should have a kitchen scale. I
1: think it's very important for people but to I think start if you, adapting that. If
0: you get pulled over and you have a kitchen scale in your trunk, can't you be charged with intent oh. to...
1: A distribute that like
0: that happened to a friend who was in in culinary school he was yes. uh, in uh, pastry school and he had like a you know down to the mm-hmm. half gram
1: i have those too.
0: scale yeah and the cop searched his car and yep. he had that and they were like you're selling marijuana and he was like yeah. no i'm making croissant
1: you also can't put your knife kit in your front seat yeah you need to put it in the back this happened to me before I, really yeah i got pulled over with my knife kit in the front and they were like What's that? What's in there? And I'm like, uh, knives. I'm a, I'm a chef, <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's. I do think scales are very important though, and I think uh, Americans and just people in general should adapt using them more uh, significantly. Yeah, like
0: all formal recipe writing, like should be done. Incredible. And we don't do any of this. We're just like, no, ah, put a quarter cup. we kind of
1: do. We no, try. Don't discredit yourself like that, No, Josh.
0: I. we write good recipes that work. But I'm saying, like, if you want to be accurate. Like, measuring yeah. flour is impossible because it can be packed. It can be rounded on yeah. the scoop. There's so many different methods to measure flour.
1: But how are you measuring the ham in your cheese sandwich, Josh?
0: Oh, I just, uh, I, I drape the ham on my tongue. Yeah? So the tongue is the most sensitive muscle in the body, right? Uh-huh, yeah. And so your tongue can actually weigh the ham. So that's why if you see me in the office and I just got <laughs> ham draped ah. on my tongue, Bleah. singing uh, goodbye. Horses,
1: what is goodbye? Horses,
0: is that the song from uh, from Silence of the Lambs, or is that all the pretty horses? I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to make a buffalo, Bill Ryan.
1: Joke. Can you please help me? <laughs>
0: oh My sister point is, golden
1: hair surprise
0: is wh- song. golden <laughs> hair okay anyways the idea of a condom where do you draw the line on condom because for me pastrami is a perfect example
1: I was gonna say pastrami or corned beef is kind of where it starts to go into more like meal territory yeah. for me I've never had just like I I don't eat just a plate of corned beef you know but um I do think oh, it is
0: goodbye good- it is goodbye horses thanks yes. Ryan That's you're the was best saying. I, I tuck it all back and I sing goodbye horses <laughs> Tuck it up Well, measuring t- ham on my tongue. out.
1: Tuck it in. Goodbye, horses. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> is this a grilled cheese? This is a grilled cheese. It puts the ham on the scale. It puts the ham on the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish my thought, you, you pleb. Okay. So pretty much, I think... I draw the line at, like, corned beef and pastrami because I don't, like... I don't put that on like a dinner plate typically. I still eat it like with two slices of bread. But there's something about the uh, like care and attention that goes into corned beef, even the like deli stuff that you get sliced. That allows the sandwich to change form. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, because like they're they're all kind of processed meats. Like a yeah. like a, a ham, a turkey, exactly. even like a roast beef lunch meat. It's something that's, exam- like mm-hmm. cured. It's very salty. It's yeah. different than just putting a whole muscle cut of an animal. Sure. Into a sandwich. Totally.
1: Like if you take venison, like milk braised venison. Ryan's cousin <laughs> likes to mil- milk milk venison. Yeah, we got into a
0: long milk braised yeah, venison weird conversation
1: if you take a, a big old hunk of venison and you put it in a grilled cheese that is a melt but if you take like a processed venison sliced deli situation venison do
0: yeah mm. no
1: no mm. I don't think in do like oh sausage is a great example like crumbling sausage into a grilled cheese does not make it a melt
0: but what if it's like a whole bratwurst that's in there
1: that's a hot right? dog <laughs> That's a cheesy
0: dog. We, God, we may have to tackle. I don't I, want I, to. I, I, I was laying in bed the other day, and I got this idea in my mind, another cog in the argument of the hot dogs is a sandwich <sighs> debate, and I got mad. Nicole, it was like uh, one yourself? in the morning. I, no, I got mad at all the people who don't think a hot dog is a sandwich. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if a bratwurst is in a bun, that's obviously a sandwich. The spicing and coarse mm. grindness of a sausage doesn't mean it's not a sandwich. And I was just like laying in bed Lewis alone. i was Black? <laughs> Black. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> I was just laying in bed, literally irate at this idea. I don't feel any type of way as this Redditor does about mm-hmm. grilled cheese though. Mm-hmm. Do you feel, like, because this is a childhood classic that he's obviously mad that quote unquote foodies got a We're putting a lot of ideas on At this guy. At me next time. <laughs> we're, he's talking about foodies coming in and like ruining this childhood favorite that he's yeah. eating more of. Do you have any attachment like that to not only grilled cheese, but say like any food?
1: Um, Not, I mean, well Persian food because I'm just a purist and like whenever people are like making like a uh, gourmet sushi, like I wanna cry. But like grilled cheese, I think it has so many iterations of of it And there's so many good iterations of it that it's allowed to be toyed with and played with.
0: I think the grilled cheese is almost the perfect sandwich to toy with. Yeah, I can't imagine it's a so better boring. sandwich.
1: It's like plain. It's not boring. It's simple. And there's nothing wrong with simple. I think if yeah. you can take simple and do simple well and easily, which what is easier than making a grilled cheese sandwich? And if you can change it and alter it to your ideal meal, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: no. Not at all. Especially something that, you know, there's not... I was trying to think of a a food that I get kind of protective over, and this is funny. Hamburgers for you. No, is it?
1: Do I get protective over hamburgers? I feel like you really are particular with your hamburgers.
0: I'm pretty particular with my hamburgers, and I I have thoughts and opinions, but if somebody likes their hamburger different, Mm -hmm. I'm particular about my hamburger preferences, but I'm not particular about the way that they are, like, viewed or acted upon by society. Mm -hmm. But the big thing for me is, honestly, tacos. Oh. Which is funny because, like, obviously, you know, I don't have a, a heritage. I don't have any skin in that game. I have except a love for, for it. I have a huge love for it. And growing up in Southern California, especially moving to L.A. and, like, meeting all these chefs who are taking all these, like, you know, really awesome steps in preserving regionality of Mexican cooking. And sure. then you get these comments. A comment that I get really fired up on is a hot dog is a taco, not a sandwich.
1: I hate that And it's so like much.
0: the tortilla predates leavened bread by thousands of years. Yeah. This is like a pre-Hispanic... You know, literally like Aztec invention. That was almost a miracle of nixtamalizing yeah. corn and turning that into a thing. Erasure and so I guess, of
1: culture. Erasure of yeah. culture is what it is, and I don't. That's why the cube rule pisses me off.
0: Yeah, yeah no, 100%. exactly why. God, we got to get it in the cube rule one day.
1: <sighs> Fine, Ryan. Just put it on the schedule. Put it on somewhere. the schedule,
0: man. We got to do a whole cube rule takedown because it's gonna happen. So
1: I've noticed we've been talking a lot about meats. Yes. Yeah, just meat.
0: We oh. haven't talked anything about cheeses.
1: I think we should bypass cheeses, and I think we should talk about vegetables. Is there such a thing as a vegetable melt, or is it only for
0: meat? That's, that's why I like my stance on this, because my stance is pure weights and measures. Mm-hmm. So you can put vegetables in there as long as it does not eclipse that 18% threshold. And tell I think me, that's important. So
1: you're trying to tell me that if I put 18, 18%, you said?
0: 18%, that's all 18% you get.
1: 18% by weight of carrots in yeah, a, in a grilled cheese. cheese. That's it's, a
0: carrot grilled cheese.
1: It's not a carrot melt?
0: No, once it gets to 19%, then oh, you can. Oh, I'm the sorry. Yeah, knife. yeah.
1: Okay, okay. If it's 19. So <laughs> sorry. if I put 19. So you're right.
0: You're right. 18 is okay. 19 is not. Yeah,
1: yeah. So if I put 18% <laughs> of carrots in a melt, yes. cut on a bias with the little knife that I like.
0: Oh, the, the, little, the squiggly knife? Yeah, the squiggly the knife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the
1: squiggly knife. Uh, if I put 18% of that, it's a carrot grilled cheese. If I put 19%, it's a carrot melt.
0: Correct. And, and I see what you're saying. What? I see what you're saying. That is literally two carrot shreds. Sorry, one little crinkle cut carrot. Yeah,
1: crinkle cut carrot.
0: It is one single crinkle cut carrot that would separate for me the idea of a grilled cheese and melt. Because I think you get into such nebulous territory Uh with any of these other arguments of what is an accent meat. What, you know, is pastrami, even though it's only two slices of pastrami, it's still such a dominant flavor. And it's just like, you know, chewy smoked Mm -hmm. beef. Like that is obviously different than say something like a... You know, a little bit of diced up salami or pepperoni to accent it. So I think you can bog yourself down mm-hmm. in so many of these discussions about what is a star protein? What is an accent meat? What is a condom meat? And then <laughs> that's why for me, you just need a strict line in the sand that can be verified and measured. So 19% carrots, that's a carrot melt. 18% Raw carrots, carrot
1: melt is a thing that exists. Yeah, I don't want to eat it. I don't it like a raw carrot you.
0: melt, but it exists. Also you can they're making so many crazy vegan meat substitutes now that you Yeah but I'm not talking about those
1: I'm not talking about pseudo meat Yeah <laughs> it's a good name pseudo <laughs> meat We should make a su- big su- pseudo meat, meat. <laughs> <laughs> We should make a We should make a company <laughs> Phil Collins? Yeah we Genesis should...
0: Phil Collins or Solo yeah, Phil Collins I
1: think it's Genesis Su Su studio right yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Ryan. Fact check us. No, we can't
0: play that, anyways. We're getting sued by Phil oh, Collins. Sorry. If this podcast gets sued by Phil Collins, that is the best marketing and publicity. Okay, I agree. We can ever ask for.
1: But I do think we should start a fake meat company, and we should call it "Sue Sue Doodle Meat."
0: <laughs> that would definitely get sued. No, who, we would
1: buy the rights.
0: We're gonna pay a license, Phil. You think we can afford Phil Collins? I think we can afford cheese and rice, Nicole. No I way. Do,
1: I do. Oh, it's a Phil Collins. What, who solo. got? Thanks, someone
0: right. got. Oh my god. Um. Some local honey producer in like Chile, okay, I believe, or somewhere in South America, is getting sued by Mel Gibson because they named their honey company Miel Gibson, which is Miel is the Spanish word for honey, it's called Miel Gibson, and they are being sued. It's also a very sad story because they were like, you know, out of a job from COVID, and they're like, why don't they
1: just change it to Miel G?
0: Because that's not nearly as funny as Miel Gibson.
1: Okay. Well, you got to make compromises. It's COVID. Um, (laughs) But there's something about, I think a melt has to contain meat or a meat substitute or else it's just a grilled cheese with vegetables. And honestly, I don't, I think, I do think that a melt is meat Hmm. based or fake meat based.
0: I see what you're saying. That's interesting. Like, you
1: know what I'm saying? Like putting raw carrots, 19% raw carrots in a grilled cheese sandwich, it does not, give me the, it's not the expectation of a melt for me. Yeah, you know? yeah, it but does not do it for me.
0: It seems like it would even be different if you use something like a portobello, which is commonly used as like a meat substitute. Yeah, a meat proxy, proxy meat. We have pseudo meat, we have proxy we meat.
1: Got meats, we <laughs> got condo we got Phil Collins, Mel Gibson. We
0: got Phil Collins.
1: Star-studded casting. Sending us
0: cease and desist letters <laughs> up in here. But no, like if you put portobellos in there, that uh-huh. has like a meat intentionality. Where you're like, I want you to yeah. kind of have the experience of meat yeah. wh- while still being vegetarian. Okay, okay. So, agree. Here's some so right? mushrooms
1: are a great place. If the carrot is altered in a certain way, I think if it's like, you know, sous vide with some cumin seeds yeah. and some mustard seeds, and it's like a pastrami carrot, which is like something that's happening. my God, I've had that. Yeah, yeah, have you? It's good as hell, have dude. Have you had the LOX version of carrots? No. Oh my gosh, really, really delicious. You cure Wait, it. Wait, I've
0: seen it. I've seen like beet cured carrot. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I'm here for all these fake meats, Okay, by so, the way. So
1: I think the vegetable needs to be edited in a meat-like way for it to be a melt. Like just putting like raw tomatoes and like freaking alpha, alpha sprouts in between two slices of cheese and melting it is not a melt to me. That's still a cheese sandwich or a grilled cheese. I think when you add a meat or a pseudo meat or a to meat, that's what <laughs> so
0: many names.
1: Gosh, we're so punny today. I love it. <laughs> I think whenever, I love it. I love us. <laughs> I think whenever Girl, you, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie save me from this madness. Um, <laughs>
0: she shakes her head no. She literally popped the- out behind the door <laughs> to shake her head no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I do think the editing of the vegetable into something meat like makes it a melt. But I yeah. think the raw, like, you know how people put raw to, like, a, a BLT.
0: <laughs> like if how someone... you use the... <laughs> okay, we've, we've often said, like, if you really need to curse, if it's going to be hilarious, if it is going to hit the best joke ever, like, try to avoid it. But if you got to say the F word, like, very rarely, you get one, right? It says you get one. Wait, and Nicole we... used it on BLT out of nowhere, and now we've both wasted it.
1: Did we both get one, or is it just one per? I think it's one per. And you use it on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you ever had a BLT that has an edited tomato? I hate that. You know when they take like sun dried tomato BLT. Shut up. Oh. I hate that.
0: Wait. Purity. Hold on. What? you may have just brought up an entirely different point because I was thinking foods that I'm protective over. And, like, tacos come up because I think there's just a lot of misinformation about them. Are you protective
1: about BLTs? Like, super? Oh, my gosh. Tell me why. Oh,
0: no. Oh, Oh, man, I am. No, I'm the same as this grilled cheese guy on Reddit that I don't like.
1: Oh, my God. Why? I just –
0: I think that bacon – oh, gosh. Sorry. This is a huge (laughs) moment where I'm realizing that everything I've ever said, I'm a complete fraud. Because I think once you take – bacon to me the perfect sandwich is bread very lightly toasted Mm -hmm. mayonnaise maybe salt and pepper lettuce tomato bacon and that is absolutely it i think Uh even avocado avocado is one of my favorite foods in the world even when you add that to a blt i think it takes away from it i think it takes away from the perfect symphony of juicy umami tomato salty crispy bacon cool iceberg a little bit of salty creamy mayonnaise Mm -hmm. and soft bread i think once you add anything that you add an egg to that even when people are doing like we made pork belly BLT. I'm like, bro, that's less flavorful bacon. You have yeah. just ruined the damn thing. Sure.
1: Wow, this is like really something but, you feel But I don't know about. if
0: I would say that it's no longer a BLT, but oh my God, maybe I do. Okay,
1: look at me. What if I give you- Well,
0: a- it's an acronym. You can't add more things to the
1: acronym. Josh, Josh, Ezekiel bread, already off to a bad start. Terrible. Ezekiel bread, uh, mayo chup.
0: Let <laughs> <laughs> me some mayo chup. Let me
1: finish. Sun-dried tomatoes. Arugula? Uh, oh God. Bacon that's like with rosemary and frickin' like I garlic feel, powder. Don't, don't and I put now. that in front of you and I say, enjoy your BLT. How you gonna feel?
0: I would I I have never verbally assaulted like a server at a restaurant. Uh-huh. I've sent one dish back in my entire life. What was it? It was very sandy clams that I was just like, someone needs to know that the dude with the clams ain't washing them. Uh-huh. Good. that's
1: good. That's a good reason to give your food. I back. would
0: have a full-on meltdown here. If you if you just promised me a BLT and then you brought me that complete nonsense. Okay. I would go on yelp. I would try and like find who the property owner of the restaurant is. <laughs>
1: oh I would try God.
0: and like make up rumors to get them evicted. Oh my that's not true, but I I would be very very disappointed because something I was expecting was not served to me, and something yeah. that I feel made the product infinitely worse. Whereas this person obviously feels that adding anything to the simple perfection of grilled uh, of hot bread and cheese mm-hmm. is completely ruining it. That's the same way I feel about BLTs.
1: Well, there you go. So, where oh. do you, so Josh, tell us where you stand. Let's 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 find a final. Oh. Let's find let's say our final statements and tell me how you feel. What constitutes a melt? Well, a melt. When does a grilled cheese become a melt? Grilled, tell me.
0: A grilled cheese becomes a melt as soon as you know ah <laughs> i think because wait <laughs> pesto but that's still gotta be a grilled cheese right but if someone added like you know what? if someone added i'm strictly going to flip this okay and i'm going to use my blt logic okay. on this Go for if it. someone altered the condiment on a blt okay Right? They left the bones of lettuce, not even, it can't, can't be arugula. It's got to be an actual lettuce. It's got to be a crisp lettuce, tomato, okay. and bacon. If someone puts on a pesto mayo or obviously some sort of spicy aioli, I think that is a fun little twist. I think we need, even for the things that we protect and love the most, we need to allow flexibility mm-hmm. for them to be slightly manipulated to, you know, I- increase their interest level. And enjoyability. All. And enjoyability. It's enjoyable. Pesto mayo is utterly really delicious. But now you add like another meat to that, I'm out. Yeah. So to me, gosh, on a grilled cheese, you had any sort of meat, any sort of vegetable that your teeth has to crunch through, it's no longer a grilled cheese. I don't know if it's a melt. Oh my God. Ah, oh, this guy even says, I don't know what it is anymore. Did I write this? Is this Memento? This is Memento. I just blacked out and wrote this. And now I'm like Leonardo dicaprio myself from the end of Shutter Island.
1: I love Shutter Island.
0: Once your teeth have to crunch through anything else on a grilled cheese, other than bread and cheese, you're done. No longer a grilled cheese. Don't know if it's a melt, don't know what it is, don't care, not a grilled cheese. What do you think? Do you have any other statements?
1: I think you said it enough for the two of us.
0: All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions Opinions Are Like Casseroles. I did not expect myself to get there. I'm proud of you. At all. I think we're learning a lot about each other and our real like, deep inner thoughts here. Not really. <laughs> no, we still remain pretty closed off emotionally to each other. 100%. One day we'll open up.
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so user at jdmaxima89, corn has a place on pizza, childhood comfort meal called Sloppy <laughs> Joe Pizza for some reason, ground beef, barbecue sauce, frozen corn mixed together on pre-made pizza crust topped with taco seasoned shredded cheese. This is absolutely something that I would have grown up on. I remember making something very similar when I was a kid, when I found out Trader Joe's had like pre made pizza dough, mm-hmm. you could just roll out on top of stuff. Sure. I made this like barbecue cheeseburger pizza. Yeah. And I put frozen corn on it. This is incredible.
1: Corn on pizza is great. Corn and cheese are a great combo.
0: Agreed. We don't, for how much corn America grows, we are like slightly weirded out by putting corn on everything, which is strange because corn on everything is delicious. It
1: is. It's like a delicious uh, sweet pop. Yeah. They, they, sweet vegetal pop.
0: Yeah. You get the little little crunchy, little yeah, fresh, like little it. sweet, little yeah. starchy. Big fan. But like, yeah, you put it on ice cream, like uh, in the Philippines. Oh, yeah. Like that Mais corn maize corn Maize corn yellow. That's absolutely delicious in Brazil. They put it on pizza and burgers. Mm. We okay. need to start putting corn on more things. I'm with you.
1: More corn on things. More okay. corn. Okay. At dos underscore links. Cracked black pepper and olive oil triscuits scooping cottage cheese with a ton of your favorite seasonings is my go-to snack. Did my mom write this? (laughs) Shala! Shala, did you write this you silly goose? You could just tell me that girl!
0: (laughs) Why don't you talk to your daughter?
1: Shala, you don't have to say your name is Brian James. You crazy. Uh, yeah, this is a very mom snack and uh
0: This is a
1: mom on a diet (laughs) Honey, I bought a dress and it's a four and I'm a size six. We gotta, you know tighten that up. That's literally what the snack is. I'm just
0: gonna have two, just two triscuits. Yeah. Mm -hmm box of triscuits later
1: <laughs> i'm gonna eat that whole box in bed later <laughs> okay yeah i uh i this is a mom snack it's good it's just a mom snack
0: i i don't love triscuits that much but for some reason the cracked black pepper and olive oil flavor i think it's relatively new it came I out maybe it. i mean relatively new for me like 10 years ago or it's something. it's really good it's so freaking good i don't know why i don't like any comparable snacks like that Except for the cracked black pepper and olive oil chip yeah, it's delicious. Love some savory cottage cheese. Big into that. All right, at Ashley Seibert, peanut butter belongs in meatloaf. It gives it a savory flavor and helps with binding. No. Uh, uh, belongs is a strong word. Can yeah. you put peanut butter in meatloaf? Sure. I've never done it, which is crazy because I've put peanut butter in lots of savory foods.
1: Almost everything.
0: I don't know what they mean by... It gives it a savory flavor, because to me, beef is a pretty savory flavor. Yeah,
1: I think they might be like uh, confusing like nutty with savory, which happens sometimes. But like, uh, I uh, I don't eat a lot of meatloaf.
0: I need to know more. (laughs) I need to know more. Ashley Ashley uh, reach out. Tell me what other ingredients go into this meatloaf, (laughs) because like if you're putting like say peanut butter, like ginger, scallion, fish sauce, a little bit of sugar. You know, kind of play with that Thai flavor mm-hmm. profile. And there's a lot of really delicious. I like, had a feeling sausages. you were gonna like put
1: some fish sauce in there. <laughs> and
0: peanut butter and fish sauce, egg of a combo. <laughs> um, I can see that, but I need I need to know more. Reach out.
1: Okay, Christy does things. Christy Wade says. Frying bread and garlic butter on the stove makes better garlic bread than any recipe involving an oven. For the lazy chef, yes. If you're lazy, which Chrissy, I think you're lazy, and there's that's not <laughs> wow. a, that's not a people equate laziness with like negativity. Being lazy is totally fine. Um, just be lazy sometimes, not all the time. That's, you know that's what i mean? Like, saying?
0: people like lazy acceptance movement.
1: I am lazy AF. Like <laughs> la- I I am like Snorlax. Like I am the that Pokemon. Like I'm lazy as hell. So this. Sounds fantastic, but have you ever had the garlic bread <laughs> that, like, you, like, put butter and then you take the garlic and then the dried parsley and then you roll it up in the foil and then you put it in the oven? Like, that's good s- stuff, man.
0: Wait, like homemade or the stuff that they sell? No, in, homemade. In no, okay. no, no,
1: homemade.
0: I, I grew up buying, to me, the best garlic bread is almost, like, the worst garlic bread. It's a weird Venn about. diagram.
1: Yeah, I think you know? I know which one you're talking about. Is it the one that comes in, like, an insulated...
0: Yeah, it comes in like a foil thing. pouch that you buy in the bakery section at major grocery stores. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. sell this like yellow spread thing I know that's exactly mostly margarine. What that, is. that is the best garlic bread to me. <laughs> and I, I love toasting bread on the stove. If I'm making a single piece of toast for breakfast, yeah. I just, while my eggs are cooking, I just throw another pan on. Cause like, I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't have a toaster at home. I don't want to heat up the oven, you know? Uh, so I absolutely love toasting bread on the stovetop. But for me, the best garlic bread is, is yeah, that? just this like yellow pasty gets steamed in the yeah. bag almost not even crunchy yeah yeah man garlic bread also you are lazy so it's funny because you're like one of the hardest working people that i know <laughs> yeah and you have such an incredible like work ethic and drive uh-huh. but then like on the weekend you'll just be like yeah i woke up at 2 p.m and then i just watched <laughs> tiktok for eight hours yeah. and then, uh, now i'm at work
1: i'm a stone cold chiller
0: stone cold chiller i, dude. Really I, I respect that about you i really am at matthew v256 I don't know if it was because I was starving, but I just put a chocolate chip cookie on a spicy Chick-fil-A sandwich with no pickles. (laughs) Life changing. (laughs) No pickles, Nicole. Uh, No. Uh, Still no pickles. No (laughs) pickles, sub chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) Um, I feel like you was just hungry. Were there any performance enhancing drugs involved in creating that (laughs) hunger? Because that's my first question. This
1: is weird. Uh, I just think you tried to like, you know, you tried to have your dinner with your dessert. And, like, it's good in theory, but, like, in actual practice, it's kind of gross. I'm
0: trying to think if I've had any of those kind of very internet-y shock foods that have actually been genuinely good. Like, little funny things and people, like, making sliders and putting them between Oreos.
1: No, I don't like that stuff. It tastes like throw-up. Yeah. Sweet... Plus, savory sometimes tastes like throw up.
0: But we've also decided that throw up does not always taste bad. Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> it's good. What's wrong with us? What do you mean? No, no, Why Nicole, We, we are the things? we are the vox populi. We are the voice of the people. These are thoughts oh. that everyone has, right? We're not weird. You guys all think I that. I feel so throw weird. Kid. Have you ever thrown up yogurt? I have thrown up Yogurtland <laughs> within 15 minutes of eating it. I was there. What? I took you to Yogurtland. <laughs> oh calendar. yeah, no, no, I didn't throw it. I threw it up later. I didn't throw it up. This is a different you time. You weren't
1: with me when you threw up, but yeah. we did something where this you is, ate a lot. This
0: was after I chugged the gravy. This yeah, is after yeah, I did yeah. the gravy chugging challenge. But no, this was after I ate a six-pound burrito back when I was 18, oh. the Manuel Special from El Tepeyac in Boyle Heights, or maybe it's East L.A., right next to Cal State L.A. Mm-hmm. I ate a six-pound burrito in under 10 minutes, uh, very Did you proud get an award? Uh, they gave me like a T-shirt maybe or something, okay. one picture somewhere. Anyways, the point is, it was for pride. And then I went and I was I really wanted dessert because you got a savory stomach and a sweet stomach, right? Yeah. And so I went to Yogurtland. I got a full pound of yogurt because I really like to mix flavors. Yogurt, yogurt. So I got my like pistachio and I got my my taro.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Taro, taro, Yogurtland is fire.
1: Taro, New York cheesecake, pistachio is yeah, my uh, is my trifecta. Oh uh, God, uh,
0: so insane. Uh Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> and then I just like threw it up like 15 minutes later, but it was really great because it was a spicy burrito, right? Uh, braised pork, really fantastic. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the cool, yo- cool, sweet yogurt land provided like this lubricative coating on my throat, and I have never been more grateful in my life. So what? What are we talking about?
1: <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies on Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, gross. <laughs> oh that was great i can only imagine 18 year old you because it was like three of you right now yeah yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, i was I was a big kid yeah uh
1: lady of the loot jillian henderson says josh do you want my cats they need a new home and i'll go on vacation to bring them to you we all win <laughs> also pickled grapes on fish is delicious revelance requirement met number one i'm not josh you'll have to ask him later uh he probably doesn't want any cats right now because he's he doesn't he has like attachment issues right now and like he just needs to like be alone.
0: Yeah, yeah, working through some things.
1: Yeah, number three, uh, pickled grapes on fish. Hell yeah, that sounds delicious. So artisanal. Look at you, Jillian. You're amazing.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. This is a two part question. So I'm gonna go ahead and address <laughs> the easier part first. Pickled grapes on fish. Wow, that sounds lovely. Uh, shout out the first first person I saw to do that combo, dude named Joe Moeller. Uh, was it
1: for the grapes commercial? Was it a commercial about grapes?
0: No, he, we were oh. we were doing this really weird thing where like this production company that was piloting out cooking competition concepts uh-huh. would like hit up this little crew of people um and okay. and we would like go compete against each other and shoot a full show that would never go to air and they'd give us like you know 200 bucks to do it and i was in college what? so that was like the most money i'd ever made this in the day this is so
1: fun it was Can so we do fun that now? and joe
0: Moeller is a dude who i ended up running into him at the ihop sponsored ihop burger event Sure. cuz he like throws big events for for corporations but yeah first time i ever saw pickled grapes on fish was when he made this like Scallop ceviche with pickled grapes for one of these cooking competitions. Oh,
1: interesting!
0: Yeah, and I made beer battered scallop talker Shout out to Joe Moller; he's a good dude. Uh, about the cats, <laughs> no. Nicole mentioned some attachment issues. I don't think I have attachment issues right now, so much. Issues as isn't
1: the right word.
0: Attachment complications.
1: Okay, <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to say issues. I just nothing else came into my no, brain. I
0: think I'm. I'm just wondering if I have the bandwidth in my life. That's what I uh, meant. I got a lot of things going on. What?
1: Why did I know? say? Why did I say that? No, it's
0: not. You know, we've talked. It's you know, <laughs>
1: there's some things going
0: on. Uh, but you know, I, I mean, I'm in a very happy relationship right now. You know, uh, but you know, she has a cat, and I love that cat. But right now, I don't know if I can be responsible for a living soul.
1: Yeah, ex- that's you know? what I meant. Yeah, I didn't mean attachment issues. I meant he can't keep things alive.
0: Yeah, correct, correct. So, so sorry. I will, I will accidentally kill that cat, that's and I can't I have meant. that on my conscience. Okay. All right, at R. Jasic, I always hated cauliflower because my mom made it by steaming a whole head of it with mayo, then mustard, then ketchup. Then finally slices of American cheese and put in the oven. Now I love it. Just oiled and roasted. Uh, I'm so sorry. Link, either Red or Link were talking recently about how their mom used to just like mix mayo and mustard and put that on cauliflower. This must have been a thing that was going around in like, you know, Southern Living Magazine or something Mm -mm. back in like the 80s. -mm. That was a whole thing. I used to just eat steamed cauliflower with a single piece of American cheese draped over the largest florette and it would kind of kind of droop and sweat. This is how white people cook this vegetables. It's so cool.
1: weird.
0: Yeah. We don't know how to make them taste cheese good, so we put cheese on and cauliflower? Oh, yeah.
1: Like I understand broccoli and cheese, but like cauliflower and cheese is weird Yeah, to just me. a little bit worse. Yeah, sounds really bad. Uh, This sounds really sad to me. Like putting three condiments and then (laughs) putting it in the oven. uh, That just sounds wrong. This is like wrong.
0: If there's three condiments, that should all go on a burger. I don't know if they should also go on like a whole head of cauliflower. No,
1: and then roasting it afterwards. That's that's screwed up. Like this is.
0: I'm trying to think. If you like broil mayonnaise like dynamite, like scallop dynamite style.
1: Yeah, but like she's not. She's not. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Your mom was not blanching the cauliflower and you know shocking it in ice. In an ice bath with a str- like you know this just this is bad I don't do, like. This. Do you have any
0: foods like that though that you grew up eating a terrible preparation of and you hated but now you don't hate? No,
1: my mom's a great cook. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm so jealous.
0: I I thought I hated steak for the first like so 15 sorry. years of my life because I grew up eating London broil that was just like oh. thrown <laughs> in a bro- in an oven uh, at like 400 degrees for 40 minutes till it mm. was. Perfectly well done. No, no. Uh, salmon, I thought I hated because my grandma would just take like frozen salmon out of the no. freezer and like pop it in the oven.
1: I'm really lucky. My dad is a v- is very good at cooking eggs and fish. Like he is a fantastic – eggs, potatoes – and fish are my dad's specialties, and he can make them perfectly every single time. Like, he's a really good cook.
0: Find a couple things and do them well.
1: And then my mom is like, the, she has like a lexicon of Persian dishes that she can make. But like, one time she, oh, one time she made stir fry, and I'm like, mom, this is wrong. Like, why are you putting pomegranate syrup in the stir fry? Like, it was weird. <laughs> Wait, that
0: sounds good. It was
1: weird. No, 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 no. She did it wrong, and like, everything was like wilted and weird. So I guess that's an example. Yeah. When, when my Persian mom tries to make stir fry, that's weird.
0: That makes sense. My dad made good salmon cakes. That's good. Yeah, you it know, out of, out of a awesome. can, but it was still
1: pretty good. That's good. Ben J. Brand says, I firmly believe that salads should be considered a finger food. A fork can't handle croutons, <laughs> lettuce, <laughs> cherry tomatoes, or anything else in a salad, for that matter. And it's not like it would be messy as ribs or even nachos. Do you know what dressing is, sir, ma'am, whatever?
0: No, no, no don't, uh, don't put this on. You're, you're putting your own opinions on to Ben. He's, he's obviously dipping these things in the dressing. Oh, oh. That's what I'm inferring. Oh, oh. That's what I'm inferring here. Oh,
1: you're taking it. But even it, if the
0: dressing's on it.
1: Pinching it, putting it in.
0: Uh, he added, he, he said ribs and nachos. Those are both the heavily dressed foods that you eat with your fingers.
1: Yeah, but salad's different because it's healthy for you.
0: I think that is part of it. It's, it's yeah. a class divide. For sure. <laughs> Honestly, that's This a, is yeah. a class
1: divide. This is a classist issue. This is a political yeah, issue.
0: Yeah, this is a political issue. Yeah. Uh, no, I fully believe that salad should be finger food and if we look to Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar as we often do there's a scene where a, a male poet is eating Caesar salad with his hands but he's doing it so confidently that no one dares question him on it right? Uh, yes, which is, uh, I do remember you know, that part. Yeah, it's really great and like When I read that, I suppose you should have been pondering, like, you know, um, how much space men and their, you know, silly needs take up in society uh, and, you know, how no one called them on it because it's probably a a gender issue. But I read that and said, like, damn, you should be eating salads with your hands. That sounds great.
1: You ever seen Seinfeld when they take the candy bar and they cut it with a fork and knife?
0: (laughs) No, I've never never seen an episode of Seinfeld. What? That eh, just never happened. You've for me. never
1: seen an episode of Seinfeld? Shut up. Shockingly. You're crazy, man. You're missing out big time.
0: All right, we got at Frantabulous. Grew up eating things like popcorn with milk, peas and milk, cabbage and milk, et cetera. Context Northern New York, dairy country stemmed from my grandma and great grandma. Depression era food? Delicious and people think I'm crazy. Thoughts Huh. I grew up drinking Pepsi mixed with milk, <laughs> and I don't know what that was about because we weren't near a dairy farm. You
1: mean. You mean Pilk?
0: Pilk, yeah. (laughs) You didn't grow up on Pilk? (laughs) Oh, slam Pilk. (laughs) Maxine. (laughs) Maxine. Pepsi. (laughs) Uh, What do you you put milk on popcorn? I guess if you got to sell the milk, if you got to sell the milk, you you tell people to put it on the cabbage. And I get it. Look, if you love it, then I love it. I think it was great. I remember reading The Boxcar Children growing up. What is that? It was, <laughs> it's actually probably a really depressing book series boxcar if you look at it. The Boxcar Children? The Boxcar Children. It okay. was a fun series of child novels mm-hmm. where it was a bunch of kids who I believe were orphaned. And they were all brother and sister, and they lived in a boxcar and society <laughs> wasn't really helping them. They weren't getting any What's sort a of social. Car? Like a train, like a gutted train.
1: Oh, like a
0: hobo. <laughs> yeah, they were a bunch of homeless children who went around like solving little mysteries while not getting any support from the state or society at large. So looking <laughs> back, it was a really weird social commentary. But as a kid, I was like, Yeah, I want to live in a boxcar too. Uh, <laughs> anyways their favorite meal which is more depressing was bread
1: and <laughs> old, milk was it bread and milk Old bread and milk i f- knew it so oh, you, you got to i knew it i knew it i could have told you that and
0: i tried i was like old bread and milk that sounds great and i tried pouring like milk on bread and i ate it and i like gagged <laughs> when i was a kid i just i didn't understand what texture that would create uh and so i don't know yeah. i do love milk though uh Look, Frantabulous, if you're loving these combos, you're loving these combos. Sell the milk. Uh,
1: sell the milk. And uh, that's what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Beardy Jones, I made a bet with my wife today and need your input. Why do people always do this? Do you think that on any given day, Taco Bell sells more tacos than all other fast food taco places combined? No, mm. not Combined. I do think they sell the most, but I don't think combined. I think Del Taco does pretty good numbers.
0: Well, there's a Del Taco for, like, every region. Every region has its own, like, secondary taco chain. And a lot of them look really really dank. Like, I've never been to Taco John's or Taco Time or, like, Taco Tio.
1: What are these places? Taco
0: John's, I think, started in either New Mexico. Are they owned by Taco Bell? No, no, no. None of them are owned by Taco Bell. They're literally – every single region has a version of Del Taco where someone that saw that, like, Taco Bell has the hegemony – on the market and we can swoop in and find the gaps where they're not.
1: Interesting. So like fish.
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's why like Del Taco does their like shrimp tacos sure. and like they'll make both tacos that are cheaper and crappier than Taco Bell. Yeah. To hit him on the like 39 cent taco night. But then they'll also have like a five dollar like steak and shrimp burrito that Taco Bell can't do. And so every region has these, you know, different things that are like we, you know, we started doing breakfast before Taco Bell to try and swoop in on the margin. So Got I it. think there's enough competitors regionally where Taco Bell does not sell more, but I'd be interested to see those numbers. I'm a big taco statistician.
1: That's very interesting. I still don't think they sell more than, like, places combined, yeah. though. But, like, mm-hmm. I do think they're pretty close.
0: Yeah, yeah. And on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. We got new episodes for you every Wednesday.
1: If you want to be featured on Opinions Are Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or Nhendizade with the hashtag OpinionCasserole.
0: And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube. We launch videos every week.
1: And, of course, if you want to share pics of your dishes, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical
0: Kitchen. We'll see you next time. Go make a grilled cheese.
1: Go make a BLT.
0: Ugh, yum! Better. <laughs>